Welcome back to Squared Sports Podcast. I'm Melissa's podcast lane, Frank Renaps, 85. So we're 85 episodes through, and I got action packed episode planned for you. We just had the MLB trade deadline go on. So much news going on in MLB. We're definitely going to discuss that. Juan Soto, gang trade. It's football season, everybody. It's August, the month where college football starts. I'm excited. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. We're going to have a great episode. Stay tuned. We'll start for episode 85. How we always do with our headlines and the MLB. Do we have a huge day in the MLB, everybody? This was the MLB trade deadline, MLB trade season. And I'm going to start out with Josh Hader getting traded to San Diego Padres. Yes, the best reliever in baseball the past four seasons in baseball got traded over to San Diego Padres for Taylor Rogers, to Nelson Lamette, and that's about it. That's such a steal for San Diego Padres. Now Josh Hader not having his best season. Still is the most saves in the MLB, but his ERA is up there. But for the first month and a half of the season, Josh Hader had a 0.0 ERA. Josh Hader's going to get things figured out with the San Diego Padres. San Diego Padres, AJ Preller. I'm going to praise you later. Some other moves you made today, but just crazy stuff right there. But another move the Padres made, getting the sensational talent. Getting the future of baseball. Getting what could be the greatest player of all time. It's all said and done. Yes, you heard me correct right there. Juan Soto, a San Diego Padre now. And Josh Bell. Padres made moves, everybody. It's wild to see everybody. It's crazy. Okay, San Diego Padres are immediately World Series contenders. When Fernando Tatis Jr. comes back, when Manny Machado is fully healthy, when you have Juan Soto in that lineup, that's going to be your first three players in that lineup. That's a three-headed monster. That's the best big three in MLB. I don't care what you put out there. That's the best big three in MLB. Manny Machado is having one of his best seasons of his career, one of the most consistent seasons of his career. Juan Soto is the most consistent player in the sport. Fernando Tatis Jr., one of the best power hitters in the sport when he comes back. Yeah, that's wild stuff right there. Crazy stuff. Juan Soto going over to San Diego Padres. Biggest midseason trade we've seen maybe of all time. You could say wild stuff right there. But another team that really improved over the trade deadline, the Houston Astros, everybody. Astros didn't need to improve. They had everything. But they got Christian Vasquez, which was a great deal. They didn't give up much. They got Trey Mancini. That's another great deal. They got some good bullpen arms. They traded Jake Odorizzi for Will Smith from the Braves. Will Smith, good relief pitcher. And they gave him another relief pitcher, Jake Odorizzi. Will Smith having a better season than Jake Odorizzi. Good trade right there for the Houston Astros. Dusty Baker and his squad getting things done. Good trades right there. Improving their team. Trying to catch New York Yankees. New York Yankees tearing things up right now. But they made moves too. They got Andrew Bantendi, who's tearing things up. He's going to torch his former team, the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, Red Sox definitely gave up too early on Andrew Bantendi. Bantendi had a rough season last year with the Orioles. Comes back this season. Bats 300. Yeah, Andrew Bantendi is that type of player. Playing elite right now on that New York Yankee squad. Yankees also got Frankie Montas and Lou Trevino. Just crazy pickups right there. Lou Trevino, a good bullpen arm. Replacing Michael King, who will be for the rest of the season. And they got Montas to add to their rotation, everybody. They gave up Jordan Montgomery, which I'm going to talk about later. The Yankees really improving, everybody. Now, a player who didn't get traded, but I want to talk about right here, Austin Riley, everybody. From the beginning of the season, I said Austin Riley is a dark horse for MVP. And boy, has he been one. Second most home runs in the NL, tearing things up. Kyle Schwarber's number one right now. Still tearing things up. Austin Riley could be up for MVP over Paul Goldschmidt, over Pete Alonso, over Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, Austin Riley, that type of guy, gets his 10-year extension, $212 million. Great move by the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves making moves. And that's going to suck to see him in my division the next 10 years. Not New York message. And that's going to be tough right there. But Austin Riley re-signs, re-ups with the Atlanta Braves. Great move right there. Austin Riley batting 300 right now. Bat 300 last season. Austin Riley, just a great player. But now, another move that happened in MLB. Jacob DeGrom is back, everybody. And I'm so happy about it. My New York Mets are tearing things up right now. We're on a six-game winning streak. And now we have Jacob DeGrom, the best pitcher of this generation. Jacob DeGrom, finally back from the New York Mets. That's crazy pitching rotation right there. You could say, whoa, the Mets made no moves to the deadline. What are they doing? What are they doing? What are we doing? We're going to call up Francisco Alvarez. We're going to call up Mark Vientos. We're going to get Jacob DeGrom back. And we're going to have a rotation of Jacob DeGrom, the best pitcher in baseball. Max Scherzer, maybe the other best pitcher in baseball. Maybe number two, you could say. Tywin Walker, all-star. 
Chris Bassett, all-star. Carlos Carrasco, tearing things up right now. Had a shutout in his like, past five starts. That's a perfect rotation. You can mix Tyler McGill in there in the bullpen. Derek Pierce in the bullpen. Edwin Diaz, the best closer in baseball over Josh Hader. This season, it's a great thing right there. My New York Mets tearing things up. That's bad for the headlines and MLB this week. Let's work to the NFL. We had a bunch of news in the NFL this week. Debo Samuel and DK Metcalf. I talked about them last week in our pay or nay segment. I said, so do these players get paid or not? And I said for Debo Samuel, no, he should not get a major extension. What did he get? He got a major extension. For DK Metcalf, I said he should get a major extension, but not with the Seattle Seahawks. He got a major extension, but with the Seattle Seahawks. Tough stuff right there for me. But Debo Samuel and DK Metcalf re-upping. I don't know if Debo Samuel's worth a lot of money. I thought he maybe should have got more of $40 million type of deal. But he got his big deal. Going to maybe be a running back. This is an interesting stuff right there for Debo Samuel. We'll see how they use him. We'll see how Kyle Shanahan uses him. Not with Mike McDaniel anymore. Mike McDaniel, obviously the head coach. Miami Dolphins right now. Miami Dolphins in so much news right now. Losing their first round pick. Stephen Ross being suspended until October 17th. Or violating, tampering. Trying to get Tom Brady when he was on the Patriots. Trying to get Tom Brady last season. Trying to get Sean Payton last season. Violating all those rules. That's tough right there on the Miami Dolphins. Biggest allegation that week. And then fell Miami Dolphins in a lot of trouble right now. Losing their first round pick, that's going to be tough. Maybe Tua Tungvalu could have gotten our target. Maybe Tua Tungvalu has a terrible season. They need to pick a quarterback and they have the number one pick. You don't have the pick. That's tough stuff right there for the Miami Dolphins. But Sean Watson finally gets his expansion of six games. Is that right? Leave your answer in the comment section. That's about for the headlines this week. Now, I want to talk about my take of the week right here. And it's about an MLB team who's the worst organization in sports. It used to be my New York Mets made the worst organization in baseball. The worst organization in sports right now is my division rival, the Washington Nationals. Everybody, let me explain to you why. You'd say, Washington Nationals won a World Series in 2019. How can they be the worst organization in sports? Their star players in that team were Juan Soto, Steven Strasburg, Patrick Corbin, Max Scherzer, Trey Turner, and Anthony Rendon. Zero of those players are on this team right now. Oh, and Josh Bell, no longer on that team. That's tough stuff right there. That is not a good team in any possible way this season. Steven Strasburg, who they decided to re-sign after that World Series run, how's he doing right now? No, his career's probably over. He's probably never going to pitch another game in the MLB. Never. Anthony Rendon, who they could have re-signed, they didn't, and now Anthony Rendon is having injuries, but Anthony Rendon re-signed with the Washington Nationals, maybe he would have been better, maybe he would have kept up his pace. Anthony Rendon, one of the best, most consistent hitters of his time, you could say, the past decade. Anthony Rendon was that type of guy. Not anymore with Los Angeles Angels. Tough stuff right there. Anthony Rendon was that type of player. Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. Last season, they said, oh, these are two of our best franchise players of all time. What do we do with them? Let's trade them in the same exact deal. No, you don't do that. You don't trade your star players in the same exact deal. The deal they got for those two players last year, they could have got all of those prospects, every single player in that deal, just for Max Scherzer. But they didn't. They traded Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. For all those prospects, when they could just trade Max Scherzer, and they could have got so many more prospects to trade for him if they just did two separate deals. I really don't get why they did this, everybody. And now this season, you see Juan Soto and Josh Bell. They're two best players. Josh Bell having an amazing season. Same with Juan Soto. Juan Soto's generational talent, and they decided to trade Juan Soto and Josh Bell in the same exact deal. Why? I think they could have got Juan Soto. I think they should trade Juan Soto, and they still could have gone every single prospect they got, but they also gave up Josh Bell, which was not needed. You did not need to get Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt is not ever going to play a game in the Washington Nationals uniform after the season. And you know that's a fact. Just tough stuff right there for this Washington Nationals team. Mike Rizzo, one of the worst GMs in baseball, you could say. They let Bryce Harper walk without even giving him an offer. Just a tough organization, everybody. They gave their last leg to win that World Series. And congratulations, you won a World Series. 
The last time my New York Mets won a World Series was 1986, and you won one in 2019. That's pretty recent, everybody. But after that, you've been the worst run organization in sports. Not the Sacramento Kings. Not the Miami Dolphins. Not any other sports team. The Washington Nationals, everybody. Maybe move back to Montreal. Maybe that's a move. I really don't know. That's my take of the week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, I told you it was football season, but another season is, it's fantasy football drafting season, everybody. Yes, fantasy football drafting season. I'm going to give you all the details you need to know. My top five players for fantasy football season. So if you have a top five pick in your league, consider taking these five players. Let's hop into it. Number one, it shouldn't be debated at all, the reception king, the yards king, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, most yards in NFL history in a season last season, one of the most receptions in a season last season. He's going to come back. Even hungry this season. Yes, Cooper Cup. Maybe won't put up the same exact yards numbers. He's not going to put up that exact same season as the last season because they're not out to prove as much anymore. They won the Super Bowl last year, but you better know. Rams are trying to repeat. Cooper Cup trying to repeat. He's one of the most intelligent football players on that field. You heard that interview we had last season. We was like, yeah, they broke down the fire zone, everything like that. Yeah, Cooper Cup, best player in fantasy football season. No big bat. Number two, it's going to be a bit of a shock right here. It's Chargers running back, Austin Eckler. If he can stay healthy, he is him. He is the number two player for fantasy football. You'd say, CMC, CMC this, CMC that. No. Austin Eckler over CMC. CMC will get hurt this season. He will miss the game. He will. I promise you that. If he doesn't, then he's number two. But I think he will. Austin Eckler can get you those... We're going off PPR here. This is a straight PPR league right now. Points per reception. Austin Eckler can get you those receptions. He can get you those receiving touchdowns. He can get you those rushing touchdowns. I'm going to Austin Eckler number two. If I have number one pick in my fantasy football draft, I might even consider taking Austin Eckler at number one. Austin Eckler, number two right now, though. Number three, Debo Samuel, everybody. Debo Samuel resized contract extension. Maybe still out. Had a little bit chip on his shoulder right now. But we'll see how they use him. Could use him in the run game. Get a lot of touches there. Could use him in the receiving game. Get a lot of touches there. Trey Lance is going to try to rely on Debo Samuel, these type of guys. Last season, Trey Lance made his starts. Debo Samuel had a rushing touchdown in both of those games. Thing to watch out for right there. Debo Samuel, number three. Number four, Christian McCaffrey, everybody. Christian McCaffrey. If he can stay healthy, this guy's the best player in fantasy football. I don't think he stays healthy. Number four, Christian McCaffrey. Number five, Jonathan Taylor, everybody. Jonathan Taylor is going to start the season amazing, and then he might get hurt because the burnout from last season to this season, running backs aren't going to last too long. They're bound to get injured. Derrick Henry, bound to get injured. Got injured last season. Christian McCaffrey, bound to get injured. Got injured last season. Jonathan Taylor could be coming up for him, but if he doesn't, he's number five. Jonathan Taylor, fifth best player in fantasy football. And I want to throw one honorable mention in there. The best quarterback for fantasy football, Lamar Jackson, everybody. Chip on his shoulder. Has the highest probability rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown in a game. Lamar Jackson is that guy. Had 56 points in one fantasy football game last year. Lamar Jackson is that guy. That's about my top five this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, did you know everybody? This week's day you know is did you know Drew Brees is the most passes ever thrown in a college football game? 83 news at Purdue. 55 of those passes were completed. I think if Drew Brees threw 83 passes in his last season in the NFL back in 2020, I think his arm would fall off. Yeah, Drew Brees, 83 passes. He did that when he was in college. Drew Brees did that nowadays. I don't think it would go the same way. Drew Brees, 55 out of 83 passes. Most passes ever thrown in a college football game. It was at Purdue. Didn't know that? Leave that in the comment section.
Now, my spotlight for this week, it's the San Diego Padres, everybody. We're going to get through so much in this deep dive. I'm going to break down their lineup. I'm going to break down the trades they made today. I'm going to break down rotation. I'm going to break down their potential World Series chances this season. It's so much more. So let's hop into it. First things first, congratulations, AJ Preller. Congratulations, San Diego small market, pretty much. Getting these star players. Yes, they have Fernando Tatis Jr. now, $330 million contract. They have Machado, $300 million contract. They're going to sign... Juan Soto, $400 million contract, whatever it might be. And that's what's stuff right there. Now, can they fully afford it? I think so. They just give up Eric Cosmer and Luke Voigt. Those are two massive contracts in and of itself right there. I think Josh Bell might be a rental for this team. But, hey, if you help them win a World Series this year, then that's amazing. But we're going to talk about all this right now. Let's hop into it. Can the San Diego Padres win the World Series this season? I'm going to say yes. I think that right now, if I had to pick a team to win the World Series... I would pick the San Diego Padres. They're so consistent. I was saying from the start of the season that San Diego Padres were a better team than the Los Angeles Dodgers, even though they didn't have the better record. Because they thought in the long run, they had the better pitching staff. They might have the better lineup. I thought they were the better team. Now you mix in the best reliever in baseball of the past three seasons, Josh Hader. You mix in maybe the best pitching staff in MLB behind the Mets, and you mix in probably the best lineup in MLB. That's crazy stuff right there. Let's talk about it really quick. I think that this they could be. This year's the Land Braves. Last year's the Land Braves, second in their division at this time after the trade deadline. They traded for Jack Pearson. They made some more moves. Guess what happened? They won the World Series without their best player, Ronald Acuna Jr. Now, this year's San Diego Padres, without their best player, Fernando Tatis Jr., he could come back for a World Series run, but you never know. They're in second in their division right now, and they could win the World Series. They're this year's the Land Braves. If you were trying to pick a team, it could be this year's the Land Braves. Oh, it could be the Red Sox. It could be the Phillies. It could be this team. It could be that team. It's the San Diego Padres. It's not even up for debate anymore. San Diego Padres are this year's Atlanta Braves, and they could win the World Series. Could they beat the Atlanta Braves in the playoff series this season? I think so. Could they beat them in a wild card game? For sure. Could they beat them in any other division series? I think so. Could they beat the Los Angeles Dodgers in the division series? I think so. Could they beat the New York Mets in championship series to go to the World Series? That's tough right there as a New York Mets fan to pick, but we'll just have to wait and see how this lineup does. I'm going to hop into that right here. This is what I think the San Diego Padres lineup should look like Night one, when everybody's back healthy. Maybe the wild card game against the Lambrays. Everybody's back healthy. This is a everybody back healthy, nobody injured type of scenario right here. Leading off for the San Diego Padres, Jake Cronenworth. Second center fielder, Trent Grisham. Third, Juan Soto. Fourth, Fernando Tatis Jr. Fifth, Manny Machado. Sixth, Josh Bell. Whoever you want to put at DH, whether that's Hassan Kim, whether that's Austin Nola, Jorge Alfaro, whoever you want to put at their DH. Then, Jerkson Profar bang eighth. And Austin Nola behind the plate, catching ninth. That's crazy stuff right there. That's an insane lineup. You could say, you, you, how's Manny Machado bang fifth? Yeah, you could put Cronenworth there. You could put Grisham down there in the lap. But I think this is a perfect lineup right here for San Diego Padres. I think this is a championship-winning lineup. Now, this is what their bullpen and starting rotation could look like. Let's start with their starting rotation. Their starting rotation could look like Ace, Joe Musgrove, one of the best pitchers in baseball season. You Darvish, one of the best pitchers in baseball season. Sean Manaya, one of the best pitchers in baseball season. Cy Young winner, Blake Snell in this rotation. And all-star, Mike Clevenger in this rotation. That's a wild rotation right there. That's one of the best rotations in baseball, maybe behind my New York Mets. Mix in Josh Hader into that bullpen. That's crazy stuff right there. That's amazing right? potential right there. That's championship potential. Congratulations, AJ Preller, San Diego Padres GM. Bob Melvin's going crazy right now. He said, whoa, I have a player who's making over $10 million. I'm no longer with that local athletics. This is amazing right here. Yeah, Bob Melvin, congratulations. San Diego Padres fans, congratulations. I need to go to another game of Petco Park to see this lineup. This is crazy stuff right here. Leave your thoughts in the comment section of San Diego Padres World Series champions at the end of the season. Do you think so? Leave your answer in the comment section.
Now, around baseball, but yes, more baseball news. All the news we didn't talk about in the headlines, all the trades I didn't talk about in the headlines, we're going to get through it right here. Let's hop into it. The first thing I want to talk about, which I did talk a little bit about in the headlines, is Jacob DeGrom, everybody. Jacob DeGrom, at this moment, currently making his first start. Two innings through, five strikeouts. Great stuff right there from Jacob DeGrom. He's pitching great right now. Jacob DeGrom, back on track from New York Mets. Can New York Mets win the World Series with Jacob DeGrom at the helm? We'll just have to wait and see. But Jacob DeGrom, Jacob DeGoat, you could say, the best pitcher in baseball, in my opinion. Jacob DeGrom, back in the mound from New York Mets, back in the mound for baseball. Great news for baseball. You can be mad at the Mets all you want for not making moves to the deadline. They can call Francisco Alvarez, then call Mark Vientos, then call Brett Beatty, and they have the best pitcher in baseball back. Don't be angry, New York Mets fans. I certainly aren't. We got Daniel Vogel back. That's a great deal right there. Daniel Vogel back. Such an amazing player. Such an amazing pickup. I'm glad we got him. Jacob DeGrom back for the New York Mets. Great stuff right there. Now, a player who did get traded today from the San Diego Padres, Luke Voigt, everybody. And Luke Voigt shaking his head right now. He said, oh, well, I thought I was going to be with the San Diego Padres. Eric Hosmer had to mess up my life by saying no to the Washington Nationals. Yep, Eric Hosmer said no to the Washington Nationals. He's back with the Boston Red Sox right now. Luke Voigt, unfortunately, going to the Washington Nationals. I hope he gets bought out. Luke Voigt's too good of a player to be playing for the Washington Nationals right now. The double-A Washington Nationals are not a good team. He should not be playing for the Washington Nationals right now. It's a double-A type of lineup that they're playing out there right now. 33 combined home runs out of their lineup tonight against Jacob DeGrom. Yeah, that's tough stuff right there. So... We're going to have to wait and see on Luke Voigt. Hope he gets bought out. Luke Voigt did get traded over to the Washington Nationals today in that one solo trade. Now, another player who did get traded today, and I feel for this player, Joey Gallo, everybody. Joey Gallo said, yeah, I don't go outside in New York. I'm just going to get flamed out there. I don't watch TV. I'm just going to get flamed on there. Joey Gallo is depressed on being on the New York Yankees, and he got traded today, and he's probably excited to hear he was going to get traded until he heard what team it was to. He's probably saying, oh, the Los Angeles Dodgers, okay, we're a great team, but it's a major market. I'm going to get flamed again and again and again if I strike out. I want to go to another small market, like the Rangers, like I used to be on, like the Brewers, like the Blue Jays, like the Nationals, a team like that. Not the Los Angeles Dodgers. Well, he's with the Dodgers, everybody. That's tough stuff right there. Joey Gallo didn't have to give up much. I mean, if he can play well. This is perfect for Joey Gallo, well, at least the Los Angeles Dodgers getting in our power bat. But Joey Gallo really hasn't been that same player since that 2019 season, had a rough 2020 season, obviously a rough 2021 season, rough this season this season for sure. But Joey Gallo, maybe he can get back on track. Maybe he can grow his beard back, and maybe he'll get back on track there. But Joey Gallo gets traded over to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Another player who got traded to the New York Yankees, Frankie Montas, everybody. Frankie Montas boosting that New York Yankees rotation right there. Good move right there from the New York Yankees. New York Yankees gave up another pitcher today. Maybe the biggest steal of the day outside of the Juan Soto trade. Jordan Montgomery going over to the St. Louis Cardinals. And the Cardinals gave up Harrison Bader, one of the best, if not the best, defensive outfielder in baseball. He's been a little bit banged up this year, a little bit hurt. Harrison Bear's a good player, everybody. He can get some solid at-bats in New York Yankees. He's, he's going to be a good player. Harrison Bear might have to cut his hair a little bit long. New York Yankees might not like that. But I like Harrison Bader. This is a perfect pickup. I don't know why the Cardinals did this. They're in prime playoff position to even win that NL Central, especially with the Cubs being out of it by now, Pirates being out of it, and Milwaukee Brewers giving up their best player, Josh Hader, this week. So crazy stuff right there. St. Louis Cardinals could have taken advantage of that, kept on Harrison Bader, but instead they traded Harrison Bader for a pitcher who might not even be able to pitch this season. Yep. Jordan Montgomery's in the walking boot right now. He's not able to pitch. He's not able to do anything like that. I really don't. This is a really head-scratching move. I don't know why they didn't get Juan Soto. They had all the prospects to. I don't even know if they made a deal. That's wild stuff right there. But Jordan Montgomery going over to the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, another pitcher we got traded today. And this is a pitcher who I've had a little bit of a beef with. I've been very mad at this pitcher. I've gone to rants about this pitcher on this show before. Noah Syndergaard, everybody. I'm waiting for him to respond to my rants on Noah Syndergaard. I'm waiting for him to respond. He does respond to fans. We'll see if he does. But Noah Syndergaard. Going over to the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, over under on how long it takes for him to hit 
his first New York Met. I think he hits his first New York Met. His first pitch he sees and gets a New York Met, even if he wasn't teammates with that guy. Yep, in the division now, in back in that at least with the Philadelphia Phillies. Give him over the Phillies. I'd say gang another low end starting pitcher. They need a starting pitcher. They said, ah, right, let's just grab Noah Syndergaard. Maybe he can get his velocity up. Yep, his velocity this season, 94 miles per hour. When it used to be 100th in New York Mets, Noah Syndergaard will be in the bullpen in the next two years. He's not a starting pitcher anymore. If you can get things figured out, Philadelphia Phillies, then maybe. But these are two just really bad organizations, Los Angeles Angels and Philadelphia Phillies. Los Angeles Angels signed Noah Syndergaard, and they trade him to the Phillies for Mickey Moniak, who was the 2016 number one overall pick. You probably didn't even know his name until right now. You probably didn't even know who he was until right now because he was a bust. And the Phillies took him at number one and trapped with star talent. Now he's a Los Angeles Angel. Tough stuff right there. No Syndergaard going over to Philadelphia Phillies. I hope my Mets can rake on him. I really do. No Syndergaard. My least favorite player in them will be by far. Now, another player and the last player who got traded today, Tommy Pham, everybody. Tommy Pham goes over to the Boston Red Sox. Is it deserved? He obviously had that crazy thing with Jock Pierce in the season. He's always been on good teams, Tommy Pham. He was with the Cardinals. He was with the Rays. He was with the Padres. He was with the Reds this season, who were a really bad team. Now he's with the Boston Red Sox, who might make the playoffs, might not. They can make a playoff push then. We'll chat the way and see. But Tommy Pham, at least on a viable team, not the worst team in baseball in the Cincinnati Reds. Congratulations, Tommy Pham, going over to the Boston Red Sox. But a team, the last team to talk about here in around bases, that stuck to their guns today, didn't trade anybody, was the Chicago Cubs. And I don't really get this. Maybe you can reload next season with Seiya Suzuki, Ian Happ. Wasn't it Trish? They gave up Michael Gibbons. They gave up David Robertson. That was about it today. I thought they should trade more guys. I really did. I thought they should trade Ian Happ. I thought they should trade Wilson Contreras. I guess they're trying to hold on to that last two pieces of that 2016 World Series team. I guess they still have Jason Hayward. But lots of stuff right there. That's about for around the base this week. Leave thoughts in the comment section. Now, at the buzzer, I'm going to talk about one of my other favorite teams, my favorite team in the NFL, New York Giants, everybody. New York Giants have the easiest schedule this season in the NFL. They have 10 games versus non-playoff opponents. 10 games. There is no excuse for the Giants not to win over seven games this season. And I think it gets done. I think they win more than seven games this season. I think Daniel Jones gets things figured out. I don't think we take a quarterback in the draft. I think Saquon Barkley turns back to the human joystick he was at Penn State. He was in high school, and he was, frankly, with his rookie season with the New York Giants. I think this New York Giants team returns to how it used to be. Maybe that first season of Joe Judge, how the defense used to be. How it was good defense. Now, we have good players. We have Kadarius Toney. We have Darius Slayton. We have Sterling Shepard still. It's a good team. If Daniel Jones can get things figured out, which I hope he can. I really don't want Jimmy Garoppolo. I really don't. I think Daniel Jones is that guy, in my opinion. Has an offensive coach now in Brian DeBull. Brian DeBull is going to be a good coach, in my opinion. Maybe not this season. Maybe not next season. But he's going to win the Giants. Super Bowl one day. He's going to get them to a conference championship one day. I really believe in Brian DeBull. You should too. That's about my buzz this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, the best for question. This week's question today is, what was the bigger in-season trade? James Harden getting trade from the Brooklyn Nets over to the Philadelphia 76ers, or Juan Soto getting trade over from the Washington Nationals to San Diego Padres. Both superstar players getting traded mid-season, which you don't see very often. Leave your answer in the comment section. Before I go into the outro of this episode, I want to issue a challenge to Noah Syndergaard right here. Come on this show, and I'll debate you. You are the worst pitcher in the NL East. You are one of the worst starting pitchers in the NL East, and I strongly believe that, Noah Syndergaard. You will be in the bullpen next two years. Come on here to this show to debate me on that. You can do that. No Cindy Guard. We're going to pin this for you. Do that. That's my challenge. No Cindy Guard right there. Now, 
Thank you for watching. Squirt Sports Lane Frank at number 85. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squirt Sports Instagram at Squirt Sports. Follow Squirt Sports on Twitter at Squirt Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. The best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week at episode 86. Stay tuned.